Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Great to be with you. Great to talk to you about manly things. Let me dive in. I want to talk to you about one of the aptitudes that men have and have to high degree uh, that they have actually more, statistically speaking, uh, than women and certainly than children. I think I've mentioned this to you before. In aptitude tests, men, frankly, pale in comparison to women on all counts, in all categories, except for two, and that is abstract thought and aggression. Some folks prefer to say vision and drive. In other words, let me give you the bad news. Women are superior to men on average in all areas of aptitude except for two, abstract thought and aggression or drive. Now, it's this issue of abstract thought that I want to talk about. One of the gifts of men, when I, I believe one of the God-given gifts of men, not to the exclusion of women, they have a lot of it too. We just tend to have statistically uh, a greater aptitude for it is what I would prefer to call vision. Abstract thought, uh, that's okay. We don't use that phrase very often, but really it has to do with vision. It has to do with thinking in abstract ways. It has to do with anticipating things in the future. It has to do with being able to envision things yet to come. And I want to tell you that in your friendships, in your fathering, in your husbanding, uh, in your work, in your role in the world, One of the things you as a man are gifted for and that you ought to see yourself in terms of, you ought to see as your responsibility, is that you are the vision keeper. You are the one who keeps the vision alive. It's part of manhood. It's part of leadership. It's part of husbanding. It's part of fathering. It's part of being a friend. It's part of being a change agent and a good example in the world. What do I mean by that? I mean that a man should be the one who with his aptitude for abstract thought, for envisioning, for anticipating, for dreaming, call it that if you wish, of what can be, of of seeing things in their abstraction, seeing things as they can be and as they ought to be, but maybe not as they are yet in reality, because we have this gift, men ought to be the ones who are keeping the vision alive, keeping the vision proclaimed, keeping the vision painted in bright colors for those around them. So, for example, uh, a, a man, as, as you know, can, can there are these humorous moments where a, a man sees you know, a run-down house, but, but what he's seeing in his mind, the vision he has, the abstract thought he has, the anticipation he has, is what it can be one day. Maybe a better example is a car. I've got a friend who's brought a, a, just a what looked to me, because I'm not good with cars and mechanics and fixing up cars. He brought home a car and his wife looked at him and I frankly looked at him and thought, what in the world are you doing with this clunker? Well, he had a vision for it. He looked at it. He didn't just see what was there. He didn't see just the work that had to be done. He saw what it can be. And baby, that thing is beautiful now. You should see this thing. But when he first hauled it into his yard or into his garage, I just laughed at him. I thought, why in the world would you do this? I don't care that much about cars. If I never had to drive again, I'd be fine. I was raised in Europe in public transportation, and I'm, I'm fine to drive Uber for the rest of my life. But of course, you have to have them. I'm just saying I had no vision for this car. But this guy saw what it could be, and 
worked his vision and has something marvelous now. Men are good at this. It's one of the things we can contribute. Women are, many women, many women are as good as, as men are better. Uh, but, but on average, most women don't have as much of that. Uh, certainly not in terms of men's aptitude. Now, it's something that has to be developed. It has, has something that has to be worked. But imagine what it would be like if you were the vision keeper, a vision keeper, not the only one, but a vision keeper for your friends, your band of brothers, the men around you. You got a vision for their life. You saw what they could be. You understood what they dreamt of being, what they hoped to be. You got a clear picture in your mind of what they can become. If they'll overcome these these flaws, if they'll overcome these things that they battle, and if they'll rise to their greatness and walk in their strengths, they can become something. And you deal with that friend out of that vision. You encourage him out of that vision, and you talk to him out of that vision, and you coach him out of that vision. If you're the vision keeper for his life, then you're making an impartation then you're keeping the, the, the flame lit for him. It changes him. And it, of course, there's smack and fun and, and running around and rowdiness and everything else too. It's not like you just spend all your time talking about dreams, visions, and what a guy can be one day. Nobody wants to think about the future all the time. But if you're a vision keeper for that man's life, then you have a, a dynamic role in his life in addition to all the fun and the other things that men enjoy. What about for your son? What about for your daughter? Uh, what, what, what about, what about if you are the main vision keeper? What, what if a son could not only have a father in his life, but have a father who had a vision for his life, wasn't always cutting him out, wasn't always chastising and wasn't always on his case, but spoke to him in terms of the vision for his life. Son, you've got these amazing gifts. That's going to do some awesome stuff one day. I can just see you. I can see you making a difference in this area. I can see your gifts. It's wonderful. I, I, I want to be your main champion. I want to be your main cheerleader. I want to be the one who speaks word. You don't have to say these things to him. It's just how you're thinking. But you, but you speak out of that vision. You, you deal with him out of that vision. You encourage him out of that vision. Even if he's misbehaved, even if you've got him in a discipline program, he's not allowed out of his room for six years, whatever situation you're currently in, you still have that vision. You still speak to him in terms of his potential. You still see that he's awesome. You still see uh, him performing and doing great things in the future and living a meaningful life. Life, and you and you keep seeding that in with him. Your daughter, the same thing. You see the woman she can become. You see what she wants to be. You see her gift for science or music or dance or whatever it is, and you encourage that. And you tell her, talk about what she can do one day. And maybe maybe you go on trips with various organizations where she can lead dance groups with little kids in impoverished neighborhoods or what have you. You 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 broaden her definition of what dance is and and what it can mean in the world, and and you encourage that. You're the vision keeper for your wife. You see her gifts. You see the impact she has on people. You encourage that. You keep talking about the vision. You find language for it. Uh, in this podcast, for example, I've just made up the language vision keeper. It's the best way I can, I can, the best phrase I can think of to, to, to give you this role. Well, how about you, if you had language like that, brief terms that you had developed for how to encourage your wife, how to, how to draw out her gifts, how to help paint for her, especially when she's discouraged or overworked or, or exhausted, um, to paint pictures in her mind of, of how you see her and what she can be and what you want her to become. Maybe she's trying to lose some weight or maybe she's finishing a degree or maybe she's having a hard time in her career. And you can keep, keep feeding in that vision. I believe one of the arts of manhood is that you are the vision keeper. Now, there are others too. And, and sometimes their entire family is full of them, male and female. But you've got to be one of them. 
That's part of what being a man is. You got to have a vision for your own life, have a vision for others, see them in their highest terms, see them in terms of their gifts, speak them in those ways. It doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be all the time. You don't have to sit down and say, now I'm going to talk to you about my vision for your life. No, you just work it in. You speak to them in those terms. You, you just do a little coach, encouraging talk. You, you drop some seeds in there. You say, well, you know, given how good you are at that and as much as you have a God-given gift for that. I'd, I'd, I'd encourage you to go do so-and-so and just 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 drop it in from time to time, but keep the vision alive. Your children, for sure, definitely your wife and, and your friends as well, want to know how they are, how they appear in your eyes, how they appear in your heart. What do you think about them? What do you care about them? What do you, what, what do you want to impart to their lives? And a lot of what you ought to impart to their lives is what you're able to envision of what they're capable of being. That's, that's, that is a marvelous contribution, and it's something the statistics tell us that a man is gifted for doing. Now, we ought to know this just by virtue of the responsibilities of a man, uh, just by what a man's made to do, what he's made to stand guard over, how his words are powerful. We've talked about that in previous podcasts, but the vision keeper role is something I want you to think about. And by the way, you might want to broaden this out into your professional life. Uh, who is the vision keeper for your company? Who is responsible for the vision for your firm? Who is the vision keeper for your work or your team or your squad or whatever it is you're doing? Somebody's got to be the vision keeper. Somebody's got to paint the big picture. Somebody's got to pull people out of the details and the nuts and the bolts and give the big picture of why we're doing what we're doing. Somebody's got to be the Churchill, so to speak, who's constantly painting the big, broad future vision so that a people can achieve in hard times. So be the vision keeper for those entrusted to you, your family, your friends, your buddies, your roommate, whoever you're with, wherever you are. You're in college, got a roommate, this person's entrusted to you, your buddies. Can you drop some vision on this guy? Can you you be the vision keeper for him? You guys are studying hard. You're burning the nighttime oil. You're having to work jobs to pay the bills. You got hard classes. I'll tell you what, the person who is the vision keeper usually acquires a position of leadership in people's lives because people rally to vision. They rally to somebody who believes in them. They rally to somebody who can paint the future in bright and brilliant terms. Be that person. Be the vision keeper for those entrusted to you. This is one of the arts of great manhood. To join the great man community, or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group Production.